Hi, I'm Sean Hanif, and you're listening to The Life of an Entrepreneur. What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to The Life of an Entrepreneur podcast. We're in episode number 35. And today, I'm going to be giving you a full update of all things Genflow, which is my business, which I started almost six and a half years ago. And it's turned into a massive successful business, which I could not be more proud of. And today, if you don't know, my name is Sean Hanif and I'm the CEO of Genflow. And we essentially help creators, the people that you follow on Instagram, YouTube, etc. We help them make money online. And we do that through by helping them sell content, launch their own businesses, and at the same time work with other brands as well. So check us out, genflow.com, if you're new here. And in this podcast, I normally give you some advice and I talk about my own perspectives and my own business and so today it is about my own business it's about Gemflow it is Q1 it's 2023 and it's time to give you guys a bit more of the information of what's been going on what I've been working on and everything else so let's get into it the first thing is I have to say this out loud and one of the reasons I started doing this podcast and we're almost at the two years point by the way so firstly you know If you haven't checked out some of the earlier episodes, go and check them out. So raw, so real. It's been two years I've been doing this now. You know, and I love doing it because I end up saying what's on my mind out loud. And everyone has their own way of, you know, if that's therapy or meditation or whatever it is to decompress, as they say. For me, it's just speaking what's on my mind. And that's what this podcast does. So if you are listening, thank you so much because... I appreciate you listening and that drives me to just do this more. That being said, right now, I'm feeling very good. I would say, you know, uh, the last few months of the last uh, end of the year, it's always stressful because of Black Friday and everything else. Also at that time, I was speaking with many different investors and I was thinking like, what's the next step for the business? Like, do I want to bring more money in? Do I want to do that? How would I grow the business further? And I think I put a lot of pressure on myself because I was trying to think, how do I exponentially grow the business? When in reality, I can just grow the business very organically and it still will grow shitloads because we have been growing year on year, every year. 2022 was our best year ever. The way 2023 has started, it's already looking very good, which I couldn't be more happy with. So I guess, yeah, I went through this like lots of pressure trying to figure out that, okay, if we're growing, you know, um, X percent, yeah, how do we maximize that? How do we do it so, so much? But in reality, I just need to do what I've always been doing, which is get shit done, be smart, you know, make strategic moves and make the most of it. And I think I've just kind of realized at the start of 2023, and I said this in my goals at the beginning of the year as well, but I'm just saying it out loud that it feels so good to be in a place where, I've listened to my own advice and it's working. And I've always had this value for anyone that knows me is I always say do it for yourself. So, you know, when I make any plans or do anything, I'm always trying to prove to myself that is my plan firstly correct or not. And then that naturally has an impact on all the people around me, the business, the clients, everybody else. So I think, yeah, overall feeling very, very good. Not only that, we've signed, I think, about seven new creators in the past few weeks. So I could not be happier I find nothing more fun than working with a new creator, a new client, consulting them, breaking down their audience, looking at the metrics, looking at the data, figuring out what is going on here, what is this audience interests, and how can we monetize this audience and what do we need to do, and then going ahead and physically doing that. Nothing more fun. Right now, 
I'm working on a new drinks brand and I'm absolutely loving it from the design, from the ingredients to everything else. And it's going to be massive. We've combined two creators um, from completely two different places and it's going to be a massive thing. So I'm super excited about it. I'm just really enjoying just working on the brands uh, and the clients and working closely with people and new opportunities. So I'm probably working on about five things I'm super excited about that I'm like, loving working on them planning and doing all the work so I think after all these years six and a half years I'm still get easily if not more excited now than ever when it comes to new opportunities and at the same time what I've been doing as well is I've been sitting down with all our main creators face to face talking to them and giving them the best advice I possibly can to help them grow as well this year so you know in a good place but what I wanted to do was in this episode actually to slightly touch upon you know, um, a few things. And some of the things I guess I've learned in retrospect of being a CEO for so many years now and running a $100 million plus business with 100 people. Even when I say that out loud, it just feels crazy because I just remember, I remember those nights in my bedroom. So I used to have two mouse in my bedroom. They were like running around making noise all the time and I just had to like block it out, keep working. One day I'm going to be able to afford a better place. And I, oh, even like I've just said that sentence to you, 100 million, whatever. It's just, it's still crazy to remember where I began, you know, like leaving my job by myself in my room every night. All my friends are going out. People are doing shit. And I'm just like, oh, I need to work. I need to understand. I need to do this. Like, I'm, this is going to work. That self-belief, like, oh man, it gives me goosebumps just even thinking about it. Because I still have that. I'm still in a room, a different room. May have a nice light and a nice mic, but... Still in the room, same mentality, same hustle, same, same way. And that's it, you gotta love it. You have to genuinely love what you do. And for people that always message me and everything else, when I see people, I'm like, man, if you just loved it, all this bullshit goes away. Like, people say so much shit to me in the whole day. You know, I probably speak to 30, 40 different people every single day. I could not tell you what they told me. Because when it comes to me and my time and what I'm working on, that's all that matters. None of that shit matters. But yeah, so one of the first things I want to talk about is financial. So one of the things I've done in the business is, which is a strategic move and it's paid off. And if you are a founder, listen very carefully because you need to do this too, which is you have to give access to the numbers to your team members. If you truly want to make money and you want other people to give a shit about your business, you need to let them see the numbers so they understand what's actually going on. And then you need to make sure they are involved in the money in some way so they can actually get something. So you're aligning your interest as the CEO founder because of course it's your business, you're gonna care, you wanna make the most money as possible, but you have to bring in your key people and let them make as much money as possible too because then you will all win. And so many people get this wrong. Most, so I, I remember into, I've interviewed people and they'd be like, I've never, I didn't even know what the sales were. Oh yeah, I've just been made redundant. I'd be like, what happened? Oh, the company ran out of money. But like, how? But how did you not know that? Oh, they never shared with us. I wasn't really privy to that. I was like management information. And it's like, no, like, I don't know. No wonder that business failed. Because like, what are they doing? It's like saying I'm in the army and we're going to go fight someone. But I'm not told who we're going to fight. What am I meant to do? But I'm just going to do it and we're just going to win. This is like, no, how can you win as a team if you don't understand the factors? 
You know, you don't understand all the characteristics of what you're playing for. It's like saying, I'm going to go and play a football match and I don't know what tournament it is. I don't know if it's the final or the semi-final or the group match or the warm-up match. Of course it fucking matters because that's how you know and people know the holy shit, this launch is a million dollars worth. I'm going to fucking work my hardest because that's fucking insane. You know, just knowing that is everything. So anyway, what I've really learned is give access to the team members and that's what we've done. I think the amount of comfort that I feel right now because everyone is gunning to the right target all together, we're focused, everyone is doing their bit and it just feels good. It feels good that everyone cares about the same shit that I care about. And that's one of the big challenges as a business owner because it's so hard to get other people to care about what you care about. And of course, you know, you can say that's also unfair. It's your business. Why should they care? Of, yeah, of course, I'm not saying that. But you can still create enough things that you all care about. It's never going to be the same. But your job is to bring that as close as it possibly can be so that it starts to feel better. So yeah, I'm in a good place right now. I feel like we've done a very good job of giving people the financials. And not only that, just the reporting and how we look at financials, it's become positive like the feeling of it versus like i'm gonna get you know the what we we don't want to do is create targets and stress your team about about those targets then you are using it to you know um you're using money in the wrong way it needs to be used in a way to motivate and for them to understand how to achieve more not personally just generally right because the whole thing is if the conversion rate is one percent and you're getting a thousand pounds but if your conversion rate is 3%, you'll get more. You've got to show people, oh, so I'm trying to improve X because of Y versus you told me you're going to sell 100 grand this month. You're such a shit person. Go and fix it. It's the same with I see people I see in ads all the time. Like you can't make an arbitrary ROI number and say, why are you not hitting it? That's the opposite of management. And that's precisely what 99% people do. Hence why they struggle to manage big teams and everything else. Because it's like, no. Tell me what the problem is. Okay, so the problem is this is the issue. The ROI is too low, right? Where do we want to be is here. What's the impact of that if we get there, right? You should tell them why solving this thing is a good thing versus just because it's a target. I hate targets. Targets are bullshit. It's more about the why. Like this means sensible. Like we can't have this much traffic only convert this much. That just means we're shit. Do you want to be shit? No, nobody wants to be shit at their job. It's like, oh, okay, so let's fix that. But that also means we end up hitting our target, but it's not, that's not why we're doing it. We're doing it because we love to solve problems. We love to achieve shit. We love to achieve shit together. We love to be proud of that shit. Anyway, I think you get the point. I think second big lesson for me is I'm going into Q1. I've made another strategic move. I've really gone back to what really matters which is money. You can easily get caught up. And this is an advice coming from someone who's hired 250 people in total. We've built multiple global offices. I've gone and sat in LA and worked there for five months, Dubai for six months, etc. So I'm giving you like so much perspective here of being in this game for <laughs> almost seven years, raised multiple rounds of investment. Like, you know, I've done everything you can possibly imagine because I have an agency, but at the same time, I create software. I manufacture products. I run ads and spend millions on ads. Like we've, I've done all of this shit. What happens is you start caring well more about the company stuff versus the money stuff. And this is what I mean by that. You'll start to be like, oh, culture's everything. I need to build culture. So you really get focused on that. 
Oh, I need to really build a people. I need to really work on the perks. I need to really work on how it feels working at the business. I really need to, you know, do all these things that people start to expect of you. What happens is, with lots of people comes lots of responsibility. But the responsibility is strange. It's not build a better, more successful business. You almost want to become like, you become the dad of 100 people. And they all have these problems that they're coming to you every single day like, oh, I need help, like this happened to me. Oh, I need this, this happened to me. And you're just like, how did I ever get here? I, when I signed up to be CEO, of course I want to lead lots of people and I want to do everything and I want to help them. I want them to have the best time ever. But at the same time, you get lost in it. That you start to think it's more important than it actually is. Like you start to, all of that stuff, right? And I've really worked on it. Like I've created like probably the best recruitment process in the world because we hired 100 people at the back of it. We never used recruiters. Um, and I hired my own internal recruiters and I had to train them. Like, you know, I've gone deep into setting up remote teams globally. Like right now I have a 24-hour customer service team that sits in six countries. That's not easy to do. But I set that up because I'm meticulous at that stuff. So I guess the point is I got a bit lost in doing that stuff. I forgot about what I was really good at, which is I'm very good at making money. And I'm very good at figuring out the white space in the market, figuring out what's the opportunity to go after to make some money. So yeah, just saying it again out loud. Q1 2023 is back to making money, man. It's back to being in the zone. It's back to caring about shit that's actually going to make this business grow whilst making sure everyone else is happy, everyone's loving it and all that good stuff. But just my mind is more zoned in, I think, in the things that are more important strategically. And that feels good. And I think very lastly, the third thing I think in Q1 that my realization has been, your strategy has to stay with the times. And I've seen this mistake with businesses that are trying to struggle. They figure out something, they start doing it, and that's, they never grow from there, which is pretty much every small business, right? If you look at any small business that you know of, they pretty much did one thing and they got stuck with that and that was it. And they just never went on from there. And generally it's because you don't evolve your strategy, meaning everything. So I've recognized like the way we should speak to our creators has changed so much over the last few years. Um, the way we should market our brand has really changed and we should really think about that. The way we work as a business should think about that because what I did was when we had, you know, having 60, 70 clients, I became very regimented. I'm a big believer in process, create lots of process, call lots of stuff, and we're trying to like run the business in a certain way. What I've actually realized is by being more agile, being more strategic, you know, I tried to build everything into a set way and it didn't work that well. And instead, you have to adapt your strategy to what the other person wants. Obviously, I run a client-facing business. So what I mean by that is you have to be smart enough to like this client is going to love a 20 page deck with deep information but this client is going to love to just brainstorm with you on a blank piece of paper and you being able to recognize that is how you're going to save your clients how you're going to keep them long term and i think that's what i mean by like adapting your strategy almost very in a live manner i've got on a call with a 20 page deck I realized that's not going to work. I don't share my screen and I just go straight into it. Okay, man, look, there's three things you need to do. Let's talk about it or why you're not doing it versus let me show you my presentation. And that's where people go wrong. And I think in today, because the whole world has become so fast because of short form content and how we do everything now, everything is fast, right? If, it's gonna, if someone is going to take your time away, you literally cannot 
stand that person, right? It's just how it is now. You know, someone makes a YouTube video and it's like, if it's two minutes in and he's still not getting to the point, like, oh, fucking hell, man, you're wasting my time. That's just how we think. So that also works in business. And that's why I'm fascinated. I'm like, oh, okay. So I need to change my approach in the way we work with our clients and everything because everything is changing. You have to adapt as a business owner, as a business, how you work, even my team members. Like the amount of people I send voice notes to now or I send screen recordings to because it's way more easy to understand than writing an email to them or a long text to them. It's just, again, adapting my approach to making sure you're doing it. So I guess my takeaway for you guys would be you got to be smart about that stuff because that's the shit that gets you up the ass one day because you become stale. And what it means as a business owner, you're spending too much money to do stuff if you keep doing it the same way because you're just you're not optimizing. It's a key word, optimizing. You have to constantly be optimizing your processes, the way you work, the way you think as a person, as a business owner and a business itself because it's needed. That's what's going to take you to that next level. But anyway, look, it's currently it's currently 2 a.m. I actually just finished a, a pitch to a creator in the US, which was insane. It could be life-changing. I literally, yeah, I can't say anything else. It could, like, it could be life-changing. But, you know, I'm committed. The podcast is going to come out every single week. I am not going to miss one. So it's 2 a.m., recorded this episode, feeling super passionate. Thank you so much if you got till the end and uh, as always hit me up on instagram send me a dm if you got to the end super appreciate it if you have any questions dm me i will get back to you and um i will see you in the next episode thanks